This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Corey Taylor pulled a David D. Raymond this week, and harassed a fan, who dared use his cell phone during his show. What's next? Slipknot's tasteful cover of Me and Julio, down by the schoolyard? Hey, that might actually sound good. Here's the show. Who got hair? Someone got hair assed? That's terrible. That me. I no. got hair in my ass. No, I oh. should have hair. Whose was it? It's it's my own. Oh. Do you know how terrible it is to pull a long hair out of your ass? Yes. Wait, is it like a hair from your head that got into your ass yeah. or long hair that's growing out of your asshole? No, 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 no. It's uh, long hair from my head that got into my ass. Like sometimes when I wash oh. my hair in the shower, some hair falls out mm. and it just stays I bet that in my would butt. Feel, would, wouldn't that feel good for you? Like pulling out anal beads or something? No. What? What? How would that have to do with the hair? Yeah. Because it's crack. It's like anal beads for beginners. No, it's a weird tickle feeling. Yeah. And you have to do it fast. You don't like your butthole tickled? No, I. (laughs) A weird tickle feeling should be our show title today. (laughs) We already got it. (laughs) Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. My name is Rob. That was Noah telling her about her telling us about tickle story. uh, Her butt, and then we also have Sid. Hello. And Darren. Me. Hi. And we have a caller. All what? Ready. Ready. 562. He's been on hold since last week. You're on the live cast. Hey, what's, what's going on? It's the mentee of the live cast. <laughs> <laughs> El Duterino last week yes, uh, was uh, called out for stealing uh, other people's jokes and promoting them as his own on our show. But he copped to it. You copped to it yeah. almost immediately after, yes, after I- the show on the Facebook page. Well, see, here's the thing. Yes, I used it in my joke without a proper reference, but jokes and references are repurposed so often on the show, I I don't feel like I'm convicted of anything that egregious. I mean, I if I remember you... right, Sean a while ago was called out for taking Pat Oswald jokes. Uh-huh. Um, every we... time Just Monty Python brought up, Darren only makes the same to. Graham Archer uh, joke with the television. And this is actually a fun fact for newer listeners. Rob even repurposed metal injection from a molding website. So it's kind of a basic <laughs> occurrence here. But me and Noah are all clean. Me and Noah are completely originals is what you're saying? I've completely, I, it's not that I'm completely clean. I just immediately credit anybody that I borrow a joke for. Yeah, Sid, and Noah, Sid and Noah are clean. I apparently don't we even exist. To. I'm sorry. I did it. No, he said that you rip off Monty Python. Oh, I ripped them off? When did I rip them Is off? Well, no, no. You say the joke, uh, Graham Archer's jo- Well, not Graham Archer, Graham Chapman. Graham Chapman. Yeah, the whole... Oh, I'm tired of all this sex on the television. That was last week, and I said yeah. this is that was like a Monty Python bit, and then I did the voice. And also, nobody, nobody, yeah, not, nobody thing. thought like, oh, da- Darren made this original. Yeah, yeah one. no, I was clear. exactly. But I even yeah, I said Monty Python was right I before. I was being that. original there either. Wait a minute, are you going to claim that I ripped off Borat's "My Wife" because we constantly <laughs> say "My Wife"? That's it's exactly just, what he's saying. Yeah, uh, this I'm being is, sarcastic, uh, but sometimes I say jokes and. I don't mention who it's from. Look, this is, it, com- this like is completely original voice. Same thing right now. <laughs> the, what you say? It's not very nice. And that's not nice. Rob, why are you doing this accent? It's, it's new original. Funny. Funny. You should make like a movie with it. Yes. Uh, also, also, you should make a lot of reference uh, to killing Jews because Jews are very slimy. I just thought of oh, this myself this now. 
For some reason, Rob is wearing a neon green thong right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's For some huge. reason, it's it's thong Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you are a, a, a duder. You are making more of this than... Uh, yeah, than, we, we, like, agree. we, we agree. We agree with you. Well, well Zane was pretty that. hyped about it. And uh, I'm just saying, yeah, sometimes I say things without reference, but... It's not like I'm a comedian doing stand-up here and making money off of that. It's We're all on a podcast. We're just having yes. fun. Your heart's in the right just place. Just chill out. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We forgive you. El Torino, yeah. have you ever pulled yeah. long hair out of your butt? <laughs> Get back to uh, My hair actually did used to be pretty long when I was 16, like to the length of my back, so I probably did it once or twice. Yeah. It doesn't <clears throat> feel very good, does it? Uh, no. I do not enjoy butt flossing. I still don't. I don't believe. No, I think she likes how it feels. (laughs) I don't Mm. believe you. Why would I lie? I don't really lie about anything else. Yeah, I don't know. Just to create conflict. I've had like, for example, you know, when you have like, not necessarily old, but you know, worn underwear, Mm. where like the cotton starts like you know, yeah, fraying, fraying. I don't wear cotton underwear. I don't know. I only wear wool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I imagine when Rob gets out of the shower, he likes doing that one butt floss thing with this towel just like way too much yeah so they get three little strokes and then you then you dry i like it nice and clean down there yeah uh (laughs) friction burns ever it's a giant wet wipe well i think i've talked about this like like my thighs chafe from like being so close to each other so uh (laughs) actually uh, on recommendation from sid's wife uh there's a uh like a arm and hammer it looks like roll on baby powder yeah it's like wait a minute you got that too Yes, and it is a life changer, I Wait, have to say. You got one, Noah? Oh, you have it? Um, I haven't ordered it, but she recommended it for me, too, because I, I told her I have the same issue. Well, oh, this yeah. is a good time to talk about Chafe Away. Yeah. Chafe Away, everybody. <laughs> I'll take them the street. Chafe Away. Are you guys sponsoring Arm & Hammer? Yeah. I, hey, I'll, I'll, I have nothing but great things to say about Arm & Hammer, genuinely. So, and we're not even uh, getting paid for it. Yeah. Uh, to the point that I've started using it on like okay, other so parts of my for, body. Y- what? How do your thighs uh, rub together? I mean, because you you wear shorts, so you have the cloth in between. Not necessarily. Hammer thighs was Rob's nickname in high school. Uh, <laughs> no, there's like there's like the, not. I'm not gonna like. There's a little section of my thigh. Well, because his balls are so stretched, they hang so low that it spaces everything out. Yeah, so really, your balls are chafing on either side. It's not even. Thigh oh, you know what it is? It's my balls so chafing like my thighs. It's down. not my thighs chafing against each other. You got other. that razor like, like razor wire ball hair, just oh scratching you up. Uh, it's it's, like a, it's fire. that, and then also uh, I I wear like I've started purchasing those like Under Armour. Like workout compression boxer shorts. Oh boy, oh. You're just torturing yourself all kinds of ways. It's a down little there. uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> Rob has a real arm and a real hammer down there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like right now, I'm not wearing those because that's oh, command. You're wearing your green thong. It's well, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah we, established we've established. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what other parts of your body do you put that stuff on? Uh, well, like sometimes I, I got a a sweat breakout, like. Under where my neck meets my like when he trips like over his like balls when he's walking, he lands on his neck. He has to <laughs> no. uh, so like I, I've I've sometimes put it there to kind of like prevent because it gets rashing. Rash? Yeah, it's a heat rash. It's a little okay. gross. It must be hard being you. Yeah, it's, it sucks being you know, some challenges. Rashes. Of his shoe, like some toilet paper out of the bathroom. 
This heat rash thing is a new development. I don't remember. Maybe I just didn't notice it when I was a kid, but it was only in the last few years that I've noticed, like, it's like my body telling me, Rob, you need to stand in front of the air conditioner, like, when this area is just, like, super, super scratchy. Well, we did set a record for the hottest year on record ever. We did? And the hot, e- in fact, each for of the- For the last nine years, I believe. Actually, yeah, and actually for the last eight months, each of the last eight months has been the hottest month ever, in order. Jeez. It's only getting worse. The end of the world is is just around the corner. I'm okay with the heat. I like it. Oh, I like the heat. It's just what the heat means that bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be dead by then. Like, this winter was awesome. It was great. It was so warm. It was like a 70-degree day in December, I remember. It was lovely. I don't even know that it will be. I think it may be so exponentially uh, uh, getting worse and worse that we'll still be here when it's like... But it will kill us, so we will be dead by then either way. That's true. But I don't want to die. Oh, well. Okay, well... I'd rather not, but if I do, I hope it's painless. I accept whatever. If I do. When I do. It'll be... It's like, you know, if you... Put a lobster in the pot and then start boiling the water. They don't notice that they're mm-hmm. being boiled. But if you put them in when it's already hot, then they feel the pain. So that's like what is, what's happening to us. We're the lobster in the pot mm-hmm. w- before the boil starts. So we'll melt and we won't even realize it. And it'll just be puddles mm-hmm. of people outside. I don't mean to disrupt the analogy, but I think lobsters suffer immensely when you put them in the pot. <laughs> but I feel like they don't, they don't react, right? Isn't that like a thing? <laughs> they pretend not to The only suffer. person who reacts is Rob. No. I actually saw, I was watching um, yeah. uh, MasterChef, and I, I never knew this at all. There's a humane way to kill lobsters, and you just, like, they, you jam a fucking, it right into the brain. You jam jam some utensil in there. That sounds pretty they, humane. Yeah. They die. Well, it's not, well, killing them, <laughs> killing them is inhumane to begin with, but yeah. the, the humane way to do it is to it, The least inhumane. It is yeah. really fucking weird that that's, like, the only meat that we, where we have to bring it home alive still yeah. and kill it it's ourselves, right? Like, yeah. why is lobster the last one like that? Probably because... Uh, it's easy so to kill it's it. Fresh. But, but yeah, still. I think I think them being dead, there's something it kind of like kills the flavor. So like I don't know. I've heard that, but I think uh. it's just that they're easy to kill. I mean, you you don't take yeah. uh, you can't take a duck home and like murder it in your living room. <laughs> no, you have to skin it as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the lobster. But with lobster, kill it there's a shell. You got to get through the shell. That's yeah, a little yeah. effort. Right. What are we what about also? Crabs? Yeah, I was just shrimp. thinking like a shrimp. They're yeah. all they're all dead. But they do sell lobster meat separately. From yeah, them. but I mean it's you know it's more common to clams people yeah. to cook them. Mussels. Well, well those I mean that's just... you can you can't even tell whether they're alive or dead to begin yeah. with. Yeah, it's like a little plop of meat. Now I want some clams and mussels. Yeah, have some mussels. <laughs> Where you could have the clams? No, I said I'd have <laughs> some mussels. <laughs> I had octopus for lunch. That was nice. Well, yeah. how was it served? It was with it on like a little bed of it, it was some like Mexican like tapas type place across the street from my office. Me and mm. my boss, we have our birthdays like right around the same time, so we have a fancy lunch every year, like the week of or the week before. Mm. So we treated ourselves to a nice lunch, and it was like on top of like some kind of little red sauce, not like a marinara, but like maybe uh, it looked sort of like a lick, uh, waterier chipotle mayo kind of. And there was like some little green stuff and some like little sliced jalapenos. It was very nice. A little bread. It was. There's some yuca, some yuca frita. So I thought. I <laughs> thought nice El, yeah, El Dorito was still on the line, but he's actually calling back in. Oh. Duder, do you have something hey. to say? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, that's, that's not, not Duder. Oh, this is not Duder. Weird. 315. Yeah, this is a different area code. 
Rob. Hello. Oh, yeah. Who is this? Is this Metal Injection? Yes. I can't hear for shit. I'm Jude. Hello, Jude. I'm the one that tried to call in on Skype a few weeks ago when my computer was fucked. <clears throat> now right, your computer's how, doing all right? Yeah, how's your computer? Yeah, we don't need to hear about the last time. What do you want to say here? <laughs> what do you like to say? Um, I sent you a question on Skype I want you to read on the show. Can you just tell us you now tell you're here? Question? Just yeah. tell us now. Rob has a hard time so reading. Beauty, beauty no, no, Rob. it's not that. It's that he's on the line. Yeah. Why can't he just fucking say it? Oh, it's a huge fucking question. Okay. You, you are in an avalanche and you've been injured. You, you come to and realize your left arm is broken. You can't move it. You got this huge wall of rock and ice wood or whatever the fuck. And behind it, you got your right arm, which for some reason is holding a dagger. You, and you've got your dick. Your right arm can kind of struggle out, but you have to let go of the knife. And your dick is just hopelessly stuck. You, you can't get it out. So there's a news helicopter that's flying by that if you could just wave to them with your right arm, you could flag them down. And it, and it would take them about three hours to get to you. Now here's the twist. Here's the twist. <laughs> okay, here's this the kid twist. is so Wait. impressed with this. He can barely contain the laughter. Is this a Patton Oswalt bit? I feel like I've heard this before. <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> so what's the twist? This is already now, longer the- than any Patton Oswalt special. I will feel this. I I'm good at these. Now here's the twist. There's a very turned on silverback gorilla behind you that is going to be butt fucking you for all three hours that it takes uh, for the plane to get there. On can live I just say, can I, let me interrupt for one second, Rob. I think you're right. I think this is due to Reno, but he just had some dental work done. Ah. <laughs> it sounds like that. Fair enough. All right. Go so, on. There's a, so okay. There's a silverback gorilla. Okay, so in short, w- would you rather cut off your own dick, or in Noah's case, case clitoris, or or would you rather get butt fucked by a gorilla for three get, hours right. while it's broadcasted <clears throat> on the news? Can I get? I, <laughs> what news channel is going to broadcast? And also, what is the knife? I, I got Can I clarify a couple of points? Because I want to. Yes, Darren, please explain. Okay. are you listening, oh. sir? Yes, sir. So, all right. So we're in the. Uh, we have one arm tied down, right? How many? Yeah. We have two daggers. Only one in the in the rusty dagger. Oh, that was a delight. That was easy. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. And to Boy. answer your question, uh, I would. Me? I would like. Would you rather cut off your dick, or there's a ninety nine percent. 99.99999 percent chance that I'm picking the or. I'll tell you when you don't like, pick the or. Cut off your own dick. Or cut off your own dick and something else in addition <laughs> yeah, to that. Like, like okay, sure, I'm going to be raped by a gorilla for question. three hours, but right. that's only three hours of torture. Being dickless for the rest if of your life. A a knife, of if you have a knife, right, yeah. couldn't you use that to defend yourself from the gorilla also? I guess your is arm that is tied a- down. But then how can you cut off your own dick? Yeah. Listen, this is the fucking insane rambling of a stoner. <laughs> Dude, how big does he think that my clitoris is that it's like held down slice by, it all. by a rock? <laughs> Noah, I've heard stories on the internet. Your clitoris is huge. <laughs> do you stretch your clitoris? No, do you believe it? She doesn't do it herself, no. but she's she knows a guy. <laughs> yeah, his name is Rob. Yeah, no. Oh. stretches his balls. Oh. My clitoris is not that big. Not with that attitude. <laughs> a little stick-to-itiveness. Start yanking. If you have any weird riddles for us, feel free to uh, give us a ring. No. (laughs) 718. Go ahead, sorry. 718-303-2353. You can also call that number throughout the week. 
Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a riddle on voicemail. Yeah, know. like that guy did, and we just won't play it. Uh, well, no, he actually <laughs> sent a message, like uh, a, a text message. So we will play it later and then make you fun of it. You could also uh, Skype us, Metal Injection Livecast. You could uh, send us a voice message or a textual message there <laughs> or a uh, text message, a, a instant message. You could also email us, hate mail at metalinjection.net. Also, if you go to the Metal Injection Livecast website, metalinjection.net slash livecast, there is a, sp- a little widget where you could record something with your computer microphone if you don't want to download Skype. Is there a thing to send dick pics? Ugh. Hate mail at metalinjection.net. There we go. forward right to know. Oh. Did we mention that we have a guest today? We did not. Oh, you may. Uh, we're going to have... <laughs> A wonderful Andy. gentleman. We're going to have the drummer from, from Perp Walk, I believe. Oh, no. No. No? no? Uh, Andy Thomas from uh, Black Crown Initiate. They have a new album coming out called Selves We Cannot Forgive. <clears throat> We're going to have some fun with Andy in a few minutes. We got another caller. The, the phone is off the hook today. No, it's not. They're reaching us. If it was off the yeah. hook, they wouldn't be able yeah. to call in. They'd just Fair be enough. getting a busy signal. 307. You're on the line. What's up, guys? How's it going? Who is this? This is Cougar. Cougar? Wyoming. Yeah. Nougat? No, you were called last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Nougat. His, his, his parents Nougat are big uh, melon cake fans. So what's up? Oh, not much. I just had a, a question for all you guys and uh, thrash it or trash it um, for you guys. Okay. Well, we'll yeah. answer the question. First. We'll answer the question. All right. The question Do first the question. and then not the other thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead. All right. Question first. What was the most... Or like the worst USA USA moment like you've ever had to like be around or be in. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I a really lot of the times the, the worst one is like me instigating a USA chant ironically and then hearing it happen sincerely around me and then feeling a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Does it have to be like they're actually chanting USA or just any moment with like any kind of embar- uh, like painfully patriotic just moment? Like at a show or just in a huge crowd? Like, But I mean any kind of pseudo-patriotism or just specifically a USA chant? Just specifically U- USA chant okay. and or like... Well, do you have, do you have like a, patriotic. an awkward patriotism story? I do, actually. Well, let's hear it. well yeah. first I'll get to the USA oh, thing. Sure. I mean, basically any... Baseball or sporting event you went to for between 2001 and like maybe 2007 or oh, eight, yeah. it was just at, like every two seconds. First of all, they'd antagonize the, I mean not antagonize, they'd whip up the people by playing some kind of patriotic shit on the board, and then oh, everyone would start going USA like mindless, like mindlessly droning it. So that was a little creepy to be around. Uh, but what I was going to say is that uh, the poker club that I play a lot in. Um, I joined to become a member originally like three or four years ago just so that I would always have a seat to play and all this stuff. So, you know, there's some dues or whatever. And then once in a while, the guys who the other members who are actually into being members there, I don't give a shit about it. I just go. I became a member for the poker Mm -hmm. perks. But they go, hey, someone's running for some kind of position in the club. And can you come and cast a vote at the at the meeting? They have a meeting once a month. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. Like, I'll go down there. 
and they they're like boy scouts like they do they have all these rules and agendas and media and then before they start everything they stand up and they oh. take their hats uh, off and they oh, pledge no. allegiance to the flag wow. like they're in second grade <laughs> i shit you not they Jeez. they all st- with their hand over their heart and they're so serious and they're looking around like is anyone not sure. doing this uh, i'm my ass is like okay the, i'm like yeah. you know sure you're talking about how that's like brainwashing like of course from, it's brain from but, youth you're yeah. forced yeah but these guys pledge. are like you know between 40 and 70 most yeah. of them and they're like really into that shit like they're hot oh most of them are like Trump supporters and you know first year of mayhem fest was mine okay. what happened oh what's that what happened so my buddy invited me to mayhem fest in like 2008 or something like that and I didn't really know who was on I just knew that like the red cord and shit were on I was like fuck yeah I want to see oh, the red cord was, play yeah, that was a fun year Mastodon was on Dragon yeah, Force was, Disturbed yeah Mastodon Oh, so Stop after out. all the side stages and stuff, we go to the main stage, catch Macedon, great show. Mm-hmm. Fucking Disturbed comes on, they're like, the what's his name, Draymond. Uh, uh, do you, yeah, uh, you got my friends out there. How about we get a, give one to our troops? USA! USA! Everybody in the whole fucking stadium, 10,000 people, USA! So many fucking trench coats and trip pants. <laughs> Just united USA, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, just I couldn't leave either. There's so many people. <laughs> uh, it was terrible. Probably he knows that there's like a lot of, like you know, like he, he has of listeners oh, in god. the military or like service people, and he's just pandering. Yeah, yeah. There, are, there exactly. usually are service people at the Mayhem Fest because they have some. They have this special deal where service people get them for free. So, yeah. well, can I ask what, what do you all think? Would do? this is like the dagger and the bear thing? I got a hypothetical. For you. <laughs> okay. What do you think Drain Man would do? Do you Rain Man? If there was a, I like Drain Man. I like to switch it up sometimes. Fair <laughs> enough. What do you think he would do if there was a like an injured vet with like one leg in a wheelchair in the front row of his? Oh no! Show, I see where this is going. But he was using his phone. <laughs> What would he do? Where would the conflict end? Well, and, and he's got a dagger in one hand and there's a bear behind him. Go. I Go feel. His, I think his, he'd do like a half Corey Taylor and then suck his dick just to be like respectful, I guess. Well, like I slap the phone. I don't. Slap th- the phone out of his hand. Suck yeah. his dick. Well, I I half agree with you. I feel <laughs> that his narcissism would be so huge. Mm-hmm. That he would still have to, he would be like, now, sir. He'd do it politely. I respect you and all that you've done. <laughs> but you, sir, are disrespecting me and this crowd and this great country of ours. <laughs> you should really be watching my show right now. <laughs> all right. Sure. Uh, we're going to let you go, uh, Cougar. Thanks. Good, good thanks question. For, thanks for calling in. Good question. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, but it, it brings up a good point this week. Corey Taylor of Slipknot. Uh, Slipknot themselves shared this footage. It's just the middle of their, their show. You could see this on Metal Injection. So they were proud of this. Yes. And so Corey's like singing and walking around. And you mask very, on or mask off? Mask on. This is the Slipknot show. I don't know. And uh, you very clearly see a guy just with his head down just... Immersed in his phone, like as if he was searching for for a new Pokemon. Or something. <laughs> well, he was. Imagine uh, he just stumbled into the Slipknot show looking for a Pokemon. <laughs> he didn't amazing. even realize. There's, there's or, uh, a Bulbasaur on stage with Corey Taylor. <laughs> Either that, or he was like texting. <laughs> He'd get people killed. By well, with those masks, they already look like Pokemon. You never worry about the music. <laughs> 
And so <laughs> throwing pokeballs at Corey Taylor's head. <laughs> uh, and so uh. Corey Taylor kind of like gets very close to him to the point that the guy is in the front row in the front row of a slipknot show of a slipknot show against the barricade like we're like there's bodies flying it's very like there were no bodies flying no? lots every, of every, strobe lights lots of strobe people are all 40 by now everyone was very like into it except for this one guy looking at his phone and Corey Taylor it's spots like, him you're risking your life by not being aware of your surroundings it's that. so like get away from the front anyway but hold on well that's hold sort of on, hard to on. do when you're pressed up there well so then Corey Taylor goes up and like makes and, and like gets up so close that the guy looks up and sees him Whoa. and then smacks the phone right out of his uh-huh. hand. Aww. Now, he's yeah. not going to apologize, right? Like Drain Man did. There, well, he actually tweeted, if you're going to text, just stay home. Corey Taylor, that's his viewpoint. That's Come on. Now, here's the thing. Like When I initially saw this, my instinct was like, you know what? This doesn't seem as bad as the Draymond thing. Well, because he mm. didn't directly call the kid out. He just knocked He didn't the stop the show and like but get it's the whole physical room. contact, which is a whole I I don't agree well, with that. You what think he David Rainman wouldn't have fucking punched this guy if he could, if the woman if she was close to him, I she was hope up in the he balcony. Would not strike a woman. I'm surprised he didn't go get a fucking ladder and climb up there. He's fucking <laughs> he's megalomania. Cra- he's going to try his Krav Maga moves on oh her. Oh my god. Goose <laughs> <laughs> Fraba. But uh I agree though like Ultimately, who cares? Like, if this guy's texting, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I can see how. Here's what I think. It's annoying. If if you don't want people using their phones, just make it clear: no phones in the show. Do what Danzig does: no phones allowed, and that's it. Or well, that no. I've been to shows like that, and it's never enforced. It's impossible to enforce. Well, also, why not not only play venues with really bad cell reception? Yeah. Well, isn't <laughs> well, that a thing? Actually, well, then they'll be staring at their phone. Why doesn't this shit work? All, but you feel like night. by the time the opening acts are done, they'll realize that it's a lost cause. Yeah, and there is right. actually technology that Apple just recently just patented the signal that will, like, the a venues. venue could buy like a device that would prevent that would disable the uh, cell phone's camera, or. But that's not at a watermark or wait. only allow it to certain but it's times. Texting that they yeah. can disable only iPhones cameras, correct? It would. As it's, for now, yeah. Well, oh, look, I guess here's the, the thing. Android this isn't a public... This is just patents that have been filed. It's I know. I'm saying necessary. theoretically. Yes. How, and there's also, on, uh, uh, in the technological front, there are these cell phone condoms now where a venue could force you to like take the cell phone condom and like uh, you know, hold on to it, and it would lock your phone in it until the end of the show. So you wouldn't. You and literally you have to you wait on a line prevented. at the end of the night to have your phone unlocked, or how does that work? Uh, I think it just automatically. Uh, it's like a magnet or something. It has like a what Wi-Fi happens, thing that automatically unlocks. What happens if the condom breaks? <laughs> Find out in nine months. Your phone's pregnant. But wait, so is this a physical thing that they put it's on your It's a physical, phone? yeah, like a and physical then you have to sleeve. Return, but do you have to return it yes. at the end of the night? Yes. Is you know, how much it, longer you. that's going to I'm walking out with the... I have a nightmare. question. Here's the thing. Like, is, it, is it ribbed for pleasure? Yeah. <laughs> phone feels really... If you want to start using your phone as a dildo, sure. Does it... Does, does it come with spermicide on it? No, I, no. I can't have, that's a feel purchase. my contact list. <laughs> it's not the same. Well, so the point I'm making is like there are people trying to take yeah. steps to prevent these sort of things. But I kind of feel like it's all bullshit. Like you pay for this phone. Yes. You paid for your ticket, ticket here. There's no rule like, really, here's that the I thing. have to watch the show. Hey, I gave bands, you my money. If there are assholes at your show, that means some of your fans are assholes. Deal with it. 
Yeah. At the same time, though, I do feel like if you're going to stand in the front row... Show the band the courtesy but of we, watching. We don't the know the, show. the backstory, the reason he was texting. Yeah, yeah that's true. again. And if that's was, ultimately what I went back to. I maybe agree. he's like in the middle of texting, best night of my life, and then right. he's back, yeah. or like and his now friend he has to went three hundred yeah. bucks for a new phone, or his friend went to the back to get beer for them, and now he can't find him. So yeah, where are you? Bob? Yeah, there's a million. Here's reasons. Why, can I say one okay. thing? Yes. Also, I I feel like, um, you know, Corey Taylor. Or is or any of these people that do this is only seeing a snapshot of that one second of yeah, what that guy's right. doing. He may have been paying attention the entire show and turned his attention away for one second. It's not your job to go smash his fucking cell phone on the floor. Here's here's what I think. So whenever I go to shows and I'm annoyed by someone who's using their phone, so every show, <sighs> basically, that's why I stopped going to shows. Yeah, same for the most it's, part. So if he's really being a pain in the butt, then people can just push him out of the way. If I'm up front for a band, eventually I end up a couple of rows behind because people come and they fill up and they push me back. Just but, it's, it's up to the fans to get rid of But also, I've never been annoyed by someone texting at a show because that means their phone is down in front True. of them. I'm annoyed when they're taking pictures and video because then it's the blocking time. my view. Yes. Got, text all you fucking want. I don't care. Yeah. That doesn't affect my enjoyment of the show. Yes. But you're not a narcissist that's performing well, yeah. a, a show. But though. I'm just saying, I don't think like the fans would have... like, Especially if he's in the very front, he's like... Yeah. He's not really impacting anyone else except, I guess, the band, if they could see yeah. through their masks. And, and So can so I ask you a question? Were they not on a stage? Like, How did he get were. to the guy's... Did he leave the stage? There's, there's got to right be that front. little trough where like the, the stage know. divers fall over and stuff. Yeah. probably just went in there. He just has a good reach, too. Corey mm. Taylor's long arms. And But the thing I went back to... <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing that actually actually happened in the Draymond thing, where it's like, what if there was some sort of family emergency and mm-hmm. he had to use his phone to text maybe him. Maybe he and was calling the ambulance. Like maybe his mom was freaking out or something. Yeah, like something happened like that. Who knows? Of course, you're, Corey you're, Taylor knocked him out. Corey Taylor's the dick here. You're 100% right, but also, I want to also say that even if we know for a fact that he was just being, you know, frivolously looking at his phone and, be, and being rude, it's still not right to go slap his fucking yeah. phone away. Yes, Deal with someone's it. Someone's property. You yeah. Do your act, you know, do the, your act. And, and I've said this before the more you draw attention to people not paying attention to music, the more that. Like, why would you want to draw attention to that? Because then everybody else is like, oh, yeah, maybe I should check my phone, too. That person's got the right idea. Like, just act yeah, as if it's now, not happening. Just Corey's do your fucking set. Up to me. It makes yeah, you look right. petty. It makes yeah. you look petty. The guy may very well be a dick and may be disrespecting you, and that's true, but that's going to happen. You play Listen, in front of millions of like, people. how easily... If the lead singer of the band is that easily distracted from his music, then why should I pay attention? Yeah. He's, like, just ready to... He's, like, scanning the audience for anyone doing something else that he's going to go act on it. I don't just think that's... I think it just he noticed this one thing and it was kind of like he acted in the moment it wasn't like yeah. a, that premeditated where physically like, assault his fan yeah. <laughs> Douglas Levison in the chat said it was that, playful it was fine they talked after the show is that true oh is that is that true he says the guy said he was in the wrong right I thought I read that did you read well, that's what injection? should have happened. Corey, sh- like, if that kid was waiting around for an autograph or something, then that's when Corey confronts him about it and say, "Hey, man, you know, it's it's kind of distracting if if you're holding up your phone the whole time." Or how about this? Just front. forget about it. Yeah, your show. yeah. Collect too. your check, bang a couple groupies, and you get, to get a over successful it. band for yeah. a living. So yeah. you're one of the lucky ones. Um, and also, uh, Korea is making some headlines now. Korea. 
Corey. Oh, Corey. Uh, uh, he, he posted a, a little statement about Black Lives Matter. And did he? Uh, is he putting out shirts that say "Masked Lives Matter" or something like that? Is he? <laughs> no, uh, he, a prophet? he's pro-black Cor- lives matter. Corey Taylor's on the right side of history. I feel. Mm. And uh, you said right, right, not white. The right, the correct. Both. Okay, just checking. Just the checking. correct Let's not side start of any history. Rumors. No, I said hey, I everyone. asked. Sorry, here's the Corey Taylor here. Uh, just wanted to reach out and talk a little bit. Reach out and um, smack the phone. Especially out of your seeing hand. where we are <laughs> in the world today between. Dallas, Minnesota, and everything in between has been kind of crazy lately. Um, and uh, Wait, pause some it. of the voices that are out there saying he was on tour in the same places thing. where all these beatings happened? Oh, my shooting. God. Was he the oh, one really doing playing. these acts? Hmm. And then he conveniently says he's pro-Black Lives Matter to throw <laughs> suspicion off. And he conveni- conveniently travels with a mask? To disguise his identity at all times. Rob, what color was the guy's self the, with the cell phone at his show? <laughs> is Corey Taylor the Zodiac black? Killer? He was. I'm not. <laughs> that's Ted Cruz. I know. <laughs> that's right. And uh, taking various unifying messages and ripping them to shreds uh, beneath the minutia of minutia. just pretentious ignorance. To me, it's very simple. We all matter. There is a time and a place to talk about things like that. However, we are seeing that our black friends, our black family are being, you know, there's a lot of violence going against them. So what we need to do, we need to do is band together with them and say, yes, black lives do matter because we all matter. And to fight for those black lives does not mean that you're saying anything against anybody else. You can you can back up black lives matter and say that cops lives matter. It's all the same thing. And you can have those different ideas in the same thought. And there's nothing wrong with that because we do all matter. I'm, I'm now I'm confused. He's fra- I, he phrased it awkwardly, but I think his heart is in the right place. I do. I think he meant to say something, but it wasn't like the most coherent. Here's yes. the thing. I think he realizes that... Was he wearing the mask when he made that He statement? was not no. wearing the mask. The person filming that was using his phone and halfway through the film, he hey, smacked the phone out of listen, his hand. Said, hey, get out of here. The fuck are you filming with that fucking thing? <laughs> oh, sorry. Force a habit. Hey, attention. I'm making a statement about race relations in America. <laughs> we all look to Corey Taylor. For I this. think he's being very careful with his words. Yeah. Because he knows like address. 95% of his fan base is racist. Ah, no, now I, you're talking. I don't think it's 95%. I disagree. But there's certainly a portion of his fan base. That support all lives matter. So then why say anything? What do you mean, why say anything? Like, well, if, if you feel like you're afraid to piss off half of whatever percentage it is. Well, he doesn't want to preach to the choir. He wants to explain he, he, he to He feels these that people. he has a social responsibility. Yeah, and he feels that, like, That's these admirable. people these people actually, like, he's a voice that they look to. I know? agree with that. That, I think, is noble, but then why... Hedge your words if you're going to do that. Why not be? Well, direct? that's Rob speculating that he's hedging. His it sounds words. like he is. Though. I think Rob is right. Yeah. I totally uh, agree with you. But I mean, his sentiment is in the in the right place. He's I explain. Agree. I think he's explaining to these people. He's mask explaining. Oh, 
that's another episode title. Yeah, there, yeah. uh, that's only half the statement. We didn't hear all of it. Yeah, there's, there's, oh, there's more, more to it. Sorry. But that was just like the, that was the meat of it. I'll check my privilege. The thing that I've realized is that if music can bring us all together and get us all to care about one another and tear down those so color lines, those personality lines, those those lines that try to keep us different. If, they, if music can rip all of that down, then we can all band together and say, well, if music can bring us together, maybe life in itself is the best way to bring us all together and keep us there. So anytime you think and feel that maybe things are too much, like you're being made to feel like things are too different, things are too overwhelming, and you feel like you're not strong enough to stand up not only for yourself but for somebody else, just remember that music and life bring us all together. For a few seconds at a time, we don't feel different. We feel the same. So if we can hold on to that, if we can hold on to that and really bring it together, then we can abolish all of this. What a hippie. Music brings us all together. Yeah, just look at any one of my Slipknot concerts. You'll see a black guy there, maybe. <laughs> totally I, come on, stop, stop. it. Stop. There, uh, there's plenty of... I've seen he plenty of black pe- people. Plenty of Latino the world. people. Yeah. It's people, not very globally... Around, yeah. yeah, the Slipknot big tour of Africa. Does that happen? I'm sure that they've been to South Africa. Oh, well then. <laughs> Have they? Yeah. I, they've been everywhere. They've been, they go to Man. Japan. They go, to, Japan, they go to South all of Europe, America, South, South America. America. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Ethiopia. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's get some footage from that Ethiopia it. show. <laughs> Stop it, Sid. <laughs> Check your archives. I think, I think this, is, this is really... As I said, is he is he phrased it extremely awkwardly, but his yeah. heart is in the right place. He's yeah. using his power for good, and I yeah, respect I, that. I, yeah, I definitely commend him for doing it. Th- he did not have to do. He did not have especially to. Especially since a lot of his listeners are probably like backwoods. Again, I don't think yeah. it's a lot of his. We we shouldn't generalize. Just all a majority, of them. not all of them. Just the most. <laughs> no. Some. I disagree. Everyone but the black guy. <laughs> yeah, that one dude. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> I, I think here's what I think. I do think he totally had his heart in the right place. And I think he started to make a very bold statement, and then something clicked, and he said, "I don't want to piss off." No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. He hedged read, it a little. He I don't want to read out. that into it. I, well, I think I'm not saying you don't have to agree with yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I heard in that. But Fair I, enough. And that's not a terrible thing to do. He's he's trying to bring like he's trying to formulate it in a way that will relate to people who may even disagree with him so it's not terrible do you really think that like there's so many people like on Fox News like Bill O'Reilly and Giuliani and Sean Hannity all these people saying black lives matter that's a racist statement it's a racist group do you think they're really stupid enough to believe that or they just they know intellectually that that's not true Giuliani is not stupid Giuliani I think is just they're just trying to stir shit up yeah he's playing rhetorical games yeah I don't think he I, I don't know about trying to stir shit up i think he's trying to dog whistle it i think he's mm-hmm. trying to 
to he's an orator like he's trying to speak yeah. to the racist people in the audience he knows you can't say n-words or anything like that he so came he, damn close this week with the shit he was saying oh my black. god a black he said i think it was all i'm that? sorry rudy giuliani. giuliani oh yeah he's a fucking racist he, yeah. he came really close to i think he just out. is a hateful evil person uh-huh. he's yeah. smart he's extremely smart and he's a hateful evil he's not person. smart enough to get a republican nomination for president <laughs> not, well, well, i already tried i don't think it was a lack of intelligence i think he's just so unlikable because he's mm-hmm. such he's his your, kids don't ang- even endorse yeah. him he's your angry uncle yeah and he's so like i feel like he just he goes on these shows for no other reason i don't think he's trying to stir shit up i think he likes putting black people down it's i crazy. think he gets his nut off doing that uh just to go back really quick on the cell phone conversation mm-hmm. uh a cell phone Levison. conversation with rudy giuliani no no with Corey taylor <laughs> no God forbid. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Fuck. Fuck Giuliani. We shouldn't give him any more press. The wor- he's the worst. The worst. Ma- the worst mayor of America. Hashtag Giuliani's life doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. It's amazing how it, during 9/11 he was fucking beloved universally. It, it got, that's another thing amazing. that got me so angry that like everyone hate like we were everyone was ready for Giuliani to be out and I yeah. believe that was his last year it was. Yeah, yeah. it was September it was, it was yeah. September. January he, of he was the, out three months later he was gone he but already he had, had and been. all of a sudden he's yeah. had, he's doing uh, but photo ops such at the, good at will, Zero. and yeah. then he's come he squandered it to such like he's you know he had such good will incredible. that people were saying I remember in January that like in 2004 he could run or like 2008 he can run for president oh yeah guess, whatever oh yeah and like if not happening. Oh, he did run, uh, but yeah, it, just, it didn't come, happen because all he did was say 9-11-9-11-9-11-9-11-9-11 That's, that's, that's all he did as mayor. Yeah, that's basically yeah. his career. His like legacy is going to be nine eleven, and also but now, shooing the prostitutes out of Times Square. Yeah. Now, one thing, uh, and not and Giuliani did do that, but Giuliani has suffered because like his public image has suffered because of doing that. George Bush did the exact same thing that Giuliani did mm-hmm. as the president. He came to New York with a fucking bullhorn. He stood on some Ugh. rubble and yeah. people's skulls and, and corpses. Ugh. And he said, oh, we're going to catch them Muslims. We're yeah. going to catch them and they're going to we're going to beat their ass. Evil doers. <sighs> Uh, I mean, commercial radio. Oh, let's play the speech. Like, top yeah. 40 stations yeah. are playing the speech over and over. Yeah. Unbe- and he still has not, like, taken the hit for that. I feel like everything else that they've criticized Bush for. But you still hear people say, well, at least he was a strong leader during 9-11 and blah, blah, blah. Really? He, he did said, nothing. He said the obvious pandering stuff. That's like he didn't actually lead anything. He didn't actually yeah. do anything. He just read the script well for those I, few weeks. You know what though? Can I even I don't even think he did the correct pandering stuff. I think he did warmongering pandering yes. stuff. Like I feel like if Obama was president during 9/11, well, first of all, it wouldn't have happened yeah. because we would have been prepared for it. But there he would but, have said like better stuff, but then the yeah. Republicans would have just called him a pussy. Good. Who cares? But at that point, just the climate in this country, and especially New York, we wanted warmongering. Yeah, well, I didn't. But But most people. Yeah. But also that he was like, oh, you got to go out and spend money. Yeah. Like you gotta right. go out and shop. You can't let them win. You gotta give it to capital. Like yeah. fuck you. Go buy some freedom fries. Anyway, if there's no sandwich named after Giuliani at Leone's, you know that he's a bad guy. <laughs> Is that true? true? He doesn't have no, of course not. Jason Giambi has one. <laughs> Leone's seems like the kind of place that would have a Giuliani. Are you no. sure they don't? I'm positive. We'll, oh, du- we'll double check. Like him. We'll double good. check in a minute. I just want to say. 
that first of all, Corey Taylor tweeted about it that he and the person had a laugh about it afterwards. Okay. And the guy understood so, it was a fuck up. And then someone did mention to him, what if it was some sort of emergency uh, and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, fair enough. Uh, but you might want to do it in between sets mm. or in between songs. Yes, right, because you can control what time an emergency happens. I'm sorry. Wait, I don't huh? mean to keep shitting on him because I, I, he seems like a really good guy with a good intentions. But this just never do that. You should never do that. There's no, there's no instance yeah. where that's a good thing. I'm sorry. Right. Slap on the wrist. All right. Well, we should get to our guest. Yeah, we can ask Andy what he thinks. That's a good, that's a good point. That's a good starting point for our conversation. Thank you. I'm a professional. A professional what? Um, person who <laughs> ass a hair puller. Ass oh. hair puller. <laughs> Maybe that'll be Sean's punishment for ditching us this uh, week. Uh, Wait, what? You're gonna pull hair out of his ass? Pluck hair out of his butt? Yeah, why not? Uh, How do you know he has mean. hair in his butt to pluck? Oh, I'm sure he does. Are you gonna be the one to do it? You want to get that close? You want to revisit that uh, territory? I mean, if I'm ripping hair out of his, what butt are you crack, using your hands? Tweezers? No. Uh, what, well, what do you, you got to plan this shit out? I'll buy um, Biore wax strips or something like but that. But then you still got to get in there with the, the wax and the touching. Okay, I, have, and the... I have gloves. I'm fine. All right. You can't just use tweezers? I have. I don't want to use my tweezers. All right. Maybe uh, I'll use the tweezers that I use to pull ticks out of Bruno. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> How about you just <laughs> out grab, of Bruno? grab one of those ticks and put it in Sean's butt? Uh, what if Sean gets ticks? That's, that should, that's his problem. That's next mine. week on the live cast, Sean Gressens gets Lyme disease. Oh. On air. Live on air. First time ever. <laughs> okay. All right. On that note. Top that, Rob. <laughs> well. And rape. <laughs> We're getting Andy Thomas on the line from Black Crown Initiate. We'll ask him about Lyme disease, ask him about <laughs> cell phones. If you want to ask him a question, 718-303-2353. Let's see if he uh, picks up the phone. Hello? Hello, Andy. This is Rob uh, with the Mental Injection Livecast. You're on the air with us. What's going on? Uh, we're just hanging out, having a good time. Uh, also with me, I have Noah. Hello. Sid. Hey. And Darren. Hello. Hey, what's up? So there's four voices you're going to hear. Uh, we were just talking, actually, about that video of, of Corey Taylor knocking a cell phone out of a kid's hand front row. I don't know if you saw that video. It's been around the internet the last few days. No, I, I didn't see it. Uh, basically, he knocked like, a Cor- cell phone out of a kid's hand? Yeah, like Corey Taylor's just like playing a show. We should say that Slipknot posted this video. Slipknot posted this video. And, and Corey, you know, he's up on stage singing. And the whole crowd is into it, and then there's this kid in the front row with his head down in his phone, and Corey kind of like w- walks up to him and, and knocks the phone out of his hand, and then kind of like gives him a wink or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now, how do you? How, what is your feeling on cell phones during performances? Uh, I think you know we live in a in a world where everyone has a cell phone, so it's kind of unavoidable. But I think it's really sad to like go to a concert and it's, it's kind of like a very momentary experience, right? Mm-hmm. So like you paid to see somebody, you're watching them, they're performing for you. And instead you're in some other mental space. I think that's kind of an unhealthy way to be in general, but yeah, it sucks at concerts. I try to avoid that myself. Mm-hmm. I just feel that a lot of people have a very short attention span these days. So it's just going to be well, something yeah. that's unavoidable from now on. Yeah. 
But you've never yeah, knocked a phone out of a fan's hand. No, no, we don't have any fans. Oh, <laughs> come to, on now. I'd have to like, yes, I'd have to find some fans and then I'll, oh. uh, but I will, I promise you. <laughs> now that you've been on the live cast, it's going to skyrocket. That live cast bump? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, your your website's going to crash from all the traffic we send Oh, it. Yeah. these backup servers, we'll need. <laughs> yeah, you'll need yeah. plenty of those. Rob could hook you up. Okay, okay. We'll talk then. <laughs> now, Andy, you have a, a massive, massive bird. A beard, a massive A massive beard. what? A beard. Bird. I said bird. bird. I do, I do, yeah. Uh, I say the bird, not, not, it's not really that great, but the beard's, yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> uh, and so, like, and also it looks very well maintained. It looks very even and conditioned, it I assume. It looks better than the hair I have on my head. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's funny. We were just talking this morning about how one side of it currently is probably like three inches longer than the other so i'm oh, gonna have to do happen? something about that mm. i think it's from guitar playing actually <laughs> i think it gets ripped out does that hurt sometimes yeah oh so you're saying yeah. like the the hair gets stuck in like the guitar well, yeah, itself cause, cause yeah the, the, the hair gets he shreds everywhere. so much that he actually shreds hair off of his face yeah yeah it's, it, it gets hot. It gets hot up there. You literally shred your face off. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my own. <laughs> so it's, I imagine it's a bit uncomfortable, though, right? Well, my whole life's uncomfortable, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's nothing. One of our hosts, I won't say who it is, but uh, he or she has hair that migrates down to the crack <laughs> of her ass and gets stuck huh. in there. Can you imagine that? Okay, so earlier we were talking Yeah, I mean, about, I, that, yeah. that happens to me, too, oh. to be honest. And it's not very comfortable, right? When you're pulling <laughs> no, hair out no. of the crack. I think it's weird, like, if you pull somebody else's hair out of your ass crack, though. <laughs> yeah. That is a little awkward. How did that get there? Yeah, yeah. Fun the night before. It's it, all right. It was Noah, by the way. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one with I was getting my ass eaten the night before. Yeah. And left some hair. <laughs> yeah. It's like a yep. trophy. It is. It is. And uh, you guys are out on the road right now. You're on tour. And uh, your yes, sir. direct support for a band whose name I don't want to mispronounce, so I, I, will, I will let you uh, tell us the name of, of the yeah. ending band. He can Does anybody yeah, know on the tour? What's that? Does anybody know how to pronounce the band? Ne Oblivscaris? Close, man. It's Ne Oblivscaris, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Nay we're out on tour with them. Today's the first day of the tour. We're in San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, it's going to be, I guess, about a month long. We're looking forward to it. Very much. We have, I guess, kind of similar fan bases. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, you guys cool. just recently added uh, Wes Hotch to your to your lineup. Yes. You have a- how did you guys uh, like? How did you guys manage to to get him involved with yeah. the band? What do you got on Wes that, that you you blacked yeah. him into the band? Well, he he hit us up. We had lost a guitar player, but we hadn't publicized it at all really mm-hmm. and he hit me up mm-hmm. one day and was just like literally was just like i like your band if you ever need a guitar player let me know wow. and i was like well we do need a guitar player so we uh, here we are it's going great he's he's an amazing dude and an amazing guitar player he is such a great guitar player um the first yeah, time that big i saw time. yeah the first time that i saw him play with the faceless i was like wow he reminds me of dimebag daryl like i could tell that when he was learning to play guitar he probably sat in his room and played 
a bunch of Pantera songs. And yeah, that that would be very accurate. He loves he loves Pantera and Dimebag Daryl. We all do. That's cool. But yeah, he's he, there is a lot of that in his playing. What what are some van jams that the whole band could yeah. agree on? Oh man, well depends on who's driving. Jesse really likes to play Kanye West and Drake stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, that's what you were asking, right? Like, what yeah. do we listen to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that. Uh, we we've been listening to the new Cult of Luna with Billy Christmas on it. Oh yeah, that's really fun, and we're really enjoying that. Uh, listen to some Seeger Ross or however you say it. Uh huh. So and, I, I like that you guys. So you guys kind of need a little bit of a, a break from all. Oh all man, I well yeah. I don't uh, as as cliche or whatever as it sounds. I don't really listen to too much metal at all anymore. But I think that probably, like you said, has a lot to do with the fact that I'm getting blasted by it all day long. Yeah, you're hearing it every day. What do you guys? Yeah. What do you guys like to do to pass the time in between um, gigs? Uh, you mean in the van? Yeah, like in the van. Do you guys? Uh, I don't know. Like watch movies or wrestling or something like that. No, we we just fight each other, fight with each other. You know, <laughs> so argue they don't watch about wrestling. They wrestle. What, how, argue about you know how each one of us is failing at whatever they're responsible for (laughs) is everyone kind of um, off in a corner on their own phone what's that is everyone kind of off in their in their own corner of yeah yeah it's it's pretty much how you how you'd imagine it's real quiet you know because i mean once you've spent a week in a van with with you know with five other people there's really not too much more that needs to be said (laughs) right you guys so like really, it's it's pretty somber and quiet and contemplative. I mean, just like thinking about all the time that you guys spent together from like the studio to rehearsal to the van to the venue, like you guys must have really strong communication skills to keep that relationship going. Not really. I think more <laughs> what it is is we can really like tell each other to to fuck off and and just bounce back really quickly from that. Oh, that's good. That counts as communication skills. Yeah. You're saying fuck Yeah, off. yeah, I, I guess so. But, I mean, that's really how it works is you just kind of, we just, we're very direct with each other, which I guess is communication, yeah. Is there one member of the band that gets told to fuck off more often than the rest? Uh, gotcha, Jordan. Probably. I mean, I do quite often <laughs> oh. get told that, but, you know, I'm not really good for much, and I'll admit that. <laughs> <laughs> but so. at this- I mean, at the same time, um, it's you guys are in a business together. This is like your your small business that you operate. For sure. But you also enjoy it, of course, because it's a creative outlet. So it's, I mean, it's it's a great American story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very we're very patriotic as well. Yeah. yeah. And you guys are you guys like to eat as everyone does. It's <laughs> kind of a physical thing. But you know, we taped uh, <laughs> we taped a, a video with you guys a, a few years ago where you ate like a really hot. Indian curry, yeah, and then we have a taco eating challenge that Frank did with you guys. I believe that's yeah. going to air next week. You don't get invited to these things, Rob. What do you mean? I don't want said, no spicy Indian well, curry. Oh no, I was just like they don't invite Rob because he will eat all the food before we even get to start shooting. <laughs> I've had those tacos. Those are those are some amazing tacos. They're really good tacos. Yeah. What was funny is we did we did that, and then we did an interview at WSOU the day after. Mm-hmm. In mid-interview, because I ate all the tacos and I won, uh, 
Oh, now you gave it away. Now who's now who? Yeah, now fine. Fine. I'm sorry. We'll okay. bleep well, it. No, I guess we won't. Should I just hang up? <laughs> so the next day at, at SOU, what happened? Well, yeah, the next day at WSOU, in the middle of the interview, like I had to shit uh, completely urgently. Like, like you know, normally you can kind of you're an adult, so you can like hold it or whatever. I can't. And just calm down and wait a little bit. But this was like, no, you're gonna you're good. You're gonna go now. <laughs> so I stood up in the middle of the interview, and I was just like. Can we pause this? <laughs> and then my drummer Jesse was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I have to shit right now." <laughs> and, it was, and it was just all—it was just like sixteen tacos right there. Damn, amazing! Well, Worth now it. you know how long it, it takes to get through your system. Thanks a lot, Metal Injection, for sabotaging that interview. Yeah, is our plan all? Oh. No, we love SOU. Well, we love you know. WSOU eighty-nine-five in the Greater New York. We love WSOU. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so well, what I wanted you know. to ask though is like, do you have spots throughout the country now that you've been a- around a little bit that you kind of look forward to? Like, oh, we're going to be in this town. We have to stop by this place. Yeah, we do actually. And we, we do that with breweries a lot too, because we like beer. Um, yesterday we went to Ballast Point Brewery in San Diego. Uh, in a couple days, we're going to be going to Russian River brewing in northern california but as far as food uh we really like pho mm. so really we have a few vietnamese places that there's a actually a really good one in san diego uh there's a there's a couple of restaurants called they're called melt in ohio mm. and they make these like huge sandwiches on texas toast that are oh, yeah, pretty yeah. good mm. there's a melt shop in the city um yeah uh well, I mean, that's that's kind of what we look forward to, stuff like that. Guess, Indian food we like. I guess that's the mm. advantage of traveling in a van as opposed to, like, a tour bus. You you guys can actually drive yourself to a place with really good food. You're not just, like, yeah. stuck at the parking lot of the venue. For sure. For that's sure. Cool. And so do you have, a, a like, a favorite style of beer? Or, or you're, you're a fan of all styles of beer? I mean, I, I like porters and stouts, personally. Mm. Mm. I'm not a real. I don't really like like hoppy cat piss IPAs too much. I used to, and I don't know what happened because my taste changed, and I don't like them anymore. I don't understand how Indian pale ales are like so popular. It's the most bitter, disgust. I don't want to say disgust. Like Like for me, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's really not. uh, It's not something that I. It's not pleasant. You can't drink all anymore. You can't like drink more than one. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. But people do, yeah, yeah. It's the they definitely do. They definitely do, and I have, but I, I don't. I'll never go to it now. Hmm. All right. But yeah, I like porters and stouts and maltier stuff. I guess. Yeah. Right on. Well, you have a new album called "Selves We Cannot Forgive." Yes. And I believe it is out. Is it out this July, Friday? July I believe it's out this Friday. Yes. Uh, the twenty second, oh, whenever that is. I don't even no, know what day Friday. it is. Oh, good! You guys will yeah. be on tour. That's good. So people can yeah, we will. I think we'll you. be in Canada somewhere. Oh, good! We have a lot of people in Canada who are listening. So you, people have to go out and celebrate. Hi, Canada. How many do we have from Canada? Just one. Goodbye. <gasps> <laughs> no. Uh, no, you guys are going to be uh, going crisscrossing the nation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come oh, yeah. to town near you. Hit up their Facebook for all the dates. I actually want to play a, a new track that we premiered oh, too long it. ago. Rob's yeah. a little burpy right now. Yeah, uh, He's I'm got not. some tacos he's coughing up. <laughs> That's my IPA. I gotta go. 
now. <laughs> right now. Rob's going to pause this interview. I think he already went. <laughs> Rob's got yeah, a loose got, yeah. sphincter to take care of. I don't know that <laughs> that's something that could be taken care of in the time that the show is. It retracts. It's, it's, it's stretchy. Uh, <laughs> oh. Among other things. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy. But uh, It's okay. It's okay. We're, we're friends. We're all friends. Yeah. Uh, I want to play the, the track Selves We Cannot Forgive. We premiered it on Metal Injection not too long ago. I really, really dig this track. Are you a fan of, a fan of this track, the lead single, I would imagine? Does he like this music he Do just Do you like your out? own child that you I created? Mean, I want you to be honest with me. Be honest. Are you into yeah, it? Or is it a- yeah, I, I do. I do like that one. <laughs> that one turned out pretty cool and kind of different. Pretty. I really like the guitar solo that I did. Oh. Proud of that. That's cool. And yeah, I do like that song. Was uh, did Wes have any um, anything to do with the recording of the album, or he wasn't in the band? Uh, Wes Wes came in like right at the end, mm-hmm. so it was already done. And unfortunately, all, he did one guitar solo on the album, oh, okay. uh, but that was it this time. But we're looking forward to writing with him. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think that you'll get a lot of that done on the road? Nah, we don't really write too much on the road. It's kind of hard, especially like you know. I'm tired most of the time True. in a van and the last thing I feel like doing is hard work like that gotcha you just need to be in, in a different zone I get it and honestly yeah, if all yeah. they're doing on tour is eating Indian food and Vietnamese food and drinking beer they're spending most of the time in the bathroom <laughs> there's not really time That's to all sure. get together and write Shit, well not- my life revolves around bathrooms now I mean pretty much you know you find one depending on I mean you know it's really an all purpose tool whether whether you just need some alone time or whether you know you want to you want to beat off or whether you want to <laughs> yeah, take I mean, a dump it's it's they really you know the bathroom is a really kind of sacred place yeah exactly and and, and you know i i've seen a lot of them who what what town had the sh- the worst the the most criminal bathroom almost <laughs> ooh <coughs> i would say the one off the top of my head, uh, there was a venue in Albany called Bogies, Albany, New York. Mm. I think they shut it down. It was yeah. a cool venue. It was kind of like an old dingy venue, but they have charm. But the bathroom was like, I, I mean, it was like a, it was a toilet in the middle of a room, basically, <laughs> with, no, with nothing. Like a jail cell. So you just had to yeah, shit in front so, of other people, basically? Well, the other option there is, like, because I'm, I'm not really into that, so I would go in the women's bathroom, you know, because that was, like, a little bit more decent, but they had no latches Oh God! on the doors, and I remember a woman walking in on me while I was shitting, and I was just like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you want me to do. I told her to just go in the men's room and check it out, because I, I, I couldn't do anything about it. I'm in the band. Just, yeah. yeah. And now uh, that woman is your wife. <laughs> uh, Vincent from the Occasion Train once told me that the best time to do that is right before doors open because that's the cleanest oh, yeah. the toilets will oh, ever yeah. be. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah, is yeah that- the women's room is is really is really prime real estate if you can get in there early and, and knock it out. Do you try to like t- like sink your shits to happen like right before doors, like when you get to the venue? Rob, Indian food that's out the window. Yeah. There's no planning. You know, as far as when you shit, yeah, I mean, I generally before we play, I have to shit because mm. I get the nerves. Mm. Yeah, have you ever so had in a to... spot like that? It's really it, it is really you're setting yourself up for failure because you're going to have to use the room. Yeah, have you ever had to shit while in the middle of a song? 
Yeah, yeah. They're actually, <laughs> actually, let me go backwards. Dayton, Ohio. There's a there's a venue there uh, that has the worst facilities of all time. In that, like we were playing, and they were both. Someone had clogged both, like both, toilet, like the men's room and the woman's room, oh, and I had man. to shit, and we had to play, oh. so I couldn't shit. And then, yeah, that was real unpleasant, but I, I held it down. Is shitting your pants ever an option, or is that you? That at all costs, you will just run off the stage. Well, on this tour, at the very well, the, today's the first day of the tour, but we did like four routing day or three routing dates out here because mm. we're from Pennsylvania, so. Uh, the first two days of the tour, I came down with what they called a stomach infection. Oh, oh, I don't know exactly what I had to get antibiotics and stuff. And uh, oh, but I, but it, I told Jesse the one night I was like really sick, and I was like, man, if you if you do park anywhere for the night, like make sure it's near a bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he did, but then I got up and I like immediately had to go. And uh, the the bathrooms it was in Missouri somewhere. The bathrooms were out of water so they had just closed them so i I like shit in in the middle of like projectile shit in the middle of a field and in like in front of a bunch of truckers Uh, it was was a really low point in my life that i had to go okay so um i work on the trucking channel at sirius xm so i I talk to a lot of truckers every day and they actually have a really good um survival tip for that like if you can't find a like a toilet you, your pants. you yeah. take a, a can like a, a a pot or something and you fill it up with kitty litter and you poop in that okay Be yeah that yeah that's that's good that is a good idea yeah you just gotta carry kitty litter it. around well Danzig I, he's set I mean it's <laughs> portable I mean that's what Danzig was doing with that kitty litter it's for tour you got the runs ready. <laughs> I, I, I'm not the air right now. wow I get it to go all right, Andy, we're going to let you go. Yeah, that we're was gonna, a great way to we're finish gonna, the interview. We're uh, play this new track. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Selves okay. We Cannot Forgive is out one week from Friday, Ju- July 22nd. And you're July out- 22nd. The tour just started heading all over the place with Naub Liviscaris. <laughs> yes, please illegally download it. Oh, oh no, at buy least it. stream buy it legally on Spotify or Apple Music. Or ask Rob to send you the files. No, I would never. Yeah, well, you know. He's not all worked up about it, Rob. All right. I wouldn't invite myself to my own birthday party. So you oh, can steal the sweetie. You oh, you're doing fine. Oh, my God. You're doing fine. You'll when, be all right. When you come to New York, <laughs> when this tour comes to New York, we're all going to come to your show and give you one big bear hug. And and my wife. Oh, happens, that would be my delightful. Wife. My wife happens to be of Indian descent, and we'll prepare a nice curry for you. <laughs> mm. That that also sounds delightful. Wonderful. All right. Thank you, Andy. Have a good it's one. nice to meet you. Of course. You too. Yeah. See Quick on the trigger finger there. Rob, uh, just, just let me bring the volume down. You don't have to like do any of that. I'll... Don't tell me how to live my life. I'm telling you how to live this show. Yeah. All right. Just... Well, here's the, the title track. <laughs> of the guy me. we just hung up on. <laughs> from the new album. We didn't even want him. From Black Crown Initiate. This is Selves We Cannot Forgive.
A cat scratch. A whiplash. A witch hunt in black. Sandpaper. Waiting through the music break can be painful. Like rubbing sandpaper on your genitalia. Or like listening to anything sung by Chris Jericho. But it's time for the metaphorical abrasive chafing to end. <laughs> the Metal Injection live cast returns. Now. We were just talking about chafing. Oh, <laughs> thank you to uh, Andy at Black Crown Initiate. That was a great interview. That was a real fun time. And thank you to Chafe Away, our sponsor this week. <laughs> Chafe Away. We should uh, send Andy some Chafe Away. It's yeah. not called Chafe Away, though, right? It's Is no. it called like Body Butter? What is it called, It's the grossest <laughs> sounding. I don't think it's called Body Butter. Are you sure? Butter. No. Not the one that I. It's okay. just like, uh, I forgot. It's called Dude Lube. Like it's called Tussie. Tussie. <laughs> All right, Tussie. Jenny. You know, there's, there's a. Tussie there's a is a real. Yeah. Yeah. It's a deodorant product. Oh, really? Tussie. Yeah. You ever hear this old joke? Uh, did you hear about the um, the women's hygiene product named SSY? No. That's what you get when you take the PU out of pussy. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. <laughs> da, 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 da. What? Well, who, did you, who did you lift that one off of, Darren? I Actually, like El Deuterino wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I meant see it it from El Deuterino. Nice. Does Carlos Mencia do anything anymore? Like he completely he dropped show. off the now. He's, he does. He's lost credibility. Where? Well, he has a serious show or something. You mean? No, no. no does doesn't he have, he have a show with other stand up? Like it's like a stand up show. Like a st- oh no, that was a while ago. I don't know what he does. Yeah. Is he on Comics Unleashed with Byron oh Allen? God. Oh my god. No, there's. <laughs> I don't think there's new episodes of that. It's just the same. Yeah. He's been waiting listed yeah. fifty episodes. Norm McDonald at age forty is on uh, that yeah. show. I yeah, just was surfing and I went past that. I, can't, I said, I can't believe this is still on. Jeez. And none of these people have aged. But really, can I just say... watch that show, they're all pretty leashed. Yeah, they're <laughs> completely leashed. Pretty leashed. Can I just say what this is? I, I, yeah, what there this, may what be people who don't know, because it's on at like four in the morning on like local television. I feel stations. like if you listen to our show, you're up at four in the morning. That's true. <laughs> but it's like a, you're be? the type of person who does now wake up. Waiting for the new episode to post yeah. Yeah. of the live cast. In yeah. Europe, yeah. It's like a test pattern, that show. But anyway, it's uh, I have to explain what that is, too, because I'm old. Um, it's like this guy, Byron Allen. Who what, Was he a football player or something? He, no, what, what, I don't a, think com- so. a football commentator, maybe? Was he even that? I thought he was like some sport, some, something to do you with sports. You keep talking. I'm on a Wikipedia. And then he hosts the show, and they have four comedians sit in chairs, and it's like he's interviewing them on a talk show, mm-hmm. but all he does is put their material on a tee like hey I heard you took a plane uh, here from Kentucky and then the guy just does his bit about the plane that he took from Kentucky he sets them up for, oh, for their that's bit that's all that's, there's no hey how you doing how's your what it's all like it's just they do their bits in succession one after the other that's very cringy. To explain how bland Byron Allen is mm-hmm. the name <laughs> of his production company he has a production company that he is the chairman and CEO of. It's called Entertainment Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get any more. Uh... <laughs> Incredible. Didn't that uh, company create our bland injection? Uh, maybe. So yeah, yes, he, he started as a stand-up comedian. Oh, I, th- I could have sworn he was on like NBC Sports or something. At age 14, Alan put together his first stand-up routine and began appearing on amateur night at comedy clubs throughout Los Angeles. I'm sure he wrote that. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alan. Discovered by <laughs> Jimmy Walker. Oh, wow. Whoa. Uh, so Carlos Mencia, I looked up, hasn't done anything since 2011. He's been on an album. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Good. Speaking, speaking of other failed comedians, Steve Harvey uh, has been uh, hosting, and uh, now he has the Celebrity Family Feud, which... Mind blowing to me now that it's like 
Family Feud now is such an institution, and ABC is so desperate for programming on Saturday. I don't that know that they're desperate. ABC is com- doing pretty well. Completely inoffensive. They just have like this game night and it's block. Doing pretty well. Like, it is. Yeah, I think so. Right. Because there's also Michael Strahan has like a, a pyramid game or something yeah. like some other old game. Well, there. I mean, you know, game shows are so easy to make money with. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. everybody super watches cheap. them. They're cheap. I mean, they have to give out prizes, but that's nothing. Still, compared yeah. To the no, but it's it's free. Uh, it's free publicity. Yeah. The like a scripted company. series costs like a million dollars an episode to make, uh, I, and like the prize on a, on a thing like that's like a hundred thousand dollars, right? Or that you know, once in a while someone might get to a million after like twenty shows or something. Right, right, right. But anyway, Steve Harvey. Uh, so he has Celebrity Family Feud, and there was a uh, the episode this week had Snoop Dogg on, Snoop Dogg's family, against Sugar Ray Leonard. Wait a minute, was Sasha Banks one of the... No, no, it's his immediate Can I just say something? When I was a kid, the Family Feud, they would have Celebrity Family Feud, and it would be... Five celebrities. Yeah. And now it's like the celebrity drags his fucking like, mother-in-law. And it's well, like a backdoor pilot for a new reality show. Here's <laughs> the probably thing. what they think it is. I think oh, that, see how silly my right. family is? I, I think that's right. really a testament to how low budget this specific iteration <laughs> of Family Feud is. Because I remember that too. Like they would yep. have, like one that sticks out in my head was like WCW versus yeah. uh, uh, the Glow ladies. And it was mm. just like five on five wrestlers. And that was when they had the Ray Combs, the guy that yeah. wanted to dying to make suicide. But yeah, so this is just like, well, we can't afford 10 celebrities. Mm -hmm. Let's just pay two celebrities and convince them to bring their family on TV. Mm. I don't think there's much convincing. So so offer them free lunch. Let's let's get through this. (laughs) So So just to set it up, sorry, yeah, Snoop and uh, Sugar Ray are at the... Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard. Snoop already has a reality show for his family, so... And by the way, Sugar Ray Ray Leonard's about 70, and Snoop Dogg looks older than him. I just want to point that out. Snoop Dogg's got gray. He looks well, like a college professor. To be fair, I feel like Sugar Ray Leonard looks like he had some work done. He might have. Yeah. But he's looked like he's had work done for a long... I mean, he yeah. was a boxer. So I mean, he's he got to have like reconstructive surgery to yeah. straighten his face out. True. The, the real thrust of what I was saying is not that he looks young, but that Snoop Dogg looks very old. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Well, so here we go. First we go. question on Family Feud. answers on the board. Name something grandma might do if she caught grandpa smoking marijuana. Pause it. Yes. This is now another question designed to make Steve Harvey go off on his faux outrage uh, shtick about marijuana. Well, what actually happens is not that. He actually celebrates it because Snoop Dogg was the first one to buzz in and... Steve Harvey. Of course now, you going buzz in Steve faster. Harvey, like you'll hear it. He has an orgasm because yeah. Snoop buzzed in first. Big fucking deal. There's two of them. One of them but, had a buzz in first. Before we get to that, though, I just want to get, I want to survey the room. Survey so, said? A grandma caught a grandpa smoking weed. What does she do? What do you say? Now, am I answering what I think dumb people in, that are polled for the show are going to say? Or am I answering what I think? Uh, well, what I, I would say, what you think. What like, I think is that uh, she would uh, um, confront him about it and be angry. She'd say, pass the duchy. <laughs> That's mine. Like, she'd join him. Yeah, yeah but you're or like, how did you get on. into my stash? Your yeah. grandmother wouldn't do that, though. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, um, both my I grandmas s- are dead. Uncle Guillermo wouldn't say that. I say she would roll up the newspaper and hit him across the yes, face. Yes, with all a right. frying pan. I so now say. we all know where we stand. <laughs> 
And I, but before we get to that, though, here's Steve Harvey orgasming yeah. because Snoop Dogg you. buzzed it first. Something Grandma might do if she caught Grandpa smoking marijuana. Grandma. Yes. Yes. Oh, he's touching yeah. his peener right now. Why is he walking away? He literally walks Walk from away. his spot. Wow. Sugar Ray's family. Because he's like he is a boner right now. Now can we just talk about how fake this is? Because this is a hundred percent fake. Here's the thing. So they got this question right. Uh, what would your grandmother do? Blah 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 blah. Doesn't even matter. Marijuana. Okay. Yeah. It's like, whoa, we have Snoop Dogg. We have the, to have some he's going to be the first one up. The first question okay. has to be about yeah. weed now, because that's his like stereotypical thing. Now, there's two. There's two possibilities here. One is that Snoop Dogg rings in first, which is he's going to walk around. Oh, of course you going to ring in, cause you love marijuana. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> now here's the other. Here's the other scenario. The other guy rings in first, Sugar Ray. and he's going to go. How the hell you ring in before Snoop Dogg and it's about marijuana? <laughs> marijuana slows your reaction time. You have that joke yeah. ready. There you go. It's just such bullshit. All right, okay, sorry. So Please let's, continue. Okay, let's hear so, it. More orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he taking his penis out of his yeah. pants? <laughs> That's yeah. his head, man. He's a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. All yeah, them fast lot. hands you got. Uh, yeah. Oh, so he makes a joke with Sugar Ray that right. he doesn't have fast hands. Yeah. Then he would have said, Here's, let's imagine the N-Y-E-A. alternate reality. Here's the alternate reality. And those fast hands beat you, even though you used to love the marijuana. He going to have fast hands because he a boxer. You know yeah. You'd be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> marijuana, bam! Just like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, here's the other thing. He was, Sugar Ray Leonard, you... Sugar Ray, you know about marijuana? You smoking something? Oh, hell, oh, we all going to hell. We He's got that medical marijuana. <laughs> uh. You're old. You got medical man. You got glaucomas or something. <laughs> I named some grandma might do. She got grandpa smoking marijuana. Put hands on him. Put hands on him. I knew that was gonna throw the judge. In. More specific. The judge's wife. Yeah, more specific. Saying. She would um hit him. <laughs> Put hands on him. That's like a like a. A hood thing. They put hands on somebody. Yeah. Because, like, get your hands off me. Uh, so it's the fourth answer. Beat his old arse. Beat his old arse. That's British. Why? Who's, like, is the what guy the that hell? writes these things British? Well, you can't say ass. Why can't you say ass? Or, so why can't you say It's G rating. How about How about butt? Yeah, why is bottom? Why is ass even in there? Why can't yeah. it hit him? Well, because it's sassy. Beat his old ass. But they can't say, they can't actually use the sass yeah. and say ass. Okay. <laughs> Was a joke. It needs to be culturally diverse. I feel, so now like even, I feel I'm sorry to interrupt you. I feel <laughs> like so even I love that we're dissecting the minutia of Family Feud. I completely is, sincerely. Because I loved Family Feud. This was my one of Me my too. favorite shows. Yeah, same here. And this is what I don't even more than Steve Harvey hosting it, well, as much as Steve Harvey hosting it, is what I hate about the actual show itself, is they make the the questions are no the questions were serious on Family Feud. The dumb part him. was, the you know, him, the dumb answers, the dumb people, and Richard uh, Dawson kind of being a goofball and kissing all the women. But the the game was, like, structured and rigid, and it was like a, you know, name a, a Hawaiian word or something. And then the answers would give rise to all the stupidity. Yeah. Now it's like... Beat his old ass, like it's like it's all. It doesn't. It's not even like a serious question. Like Someone the, needs to extract. They don't that. take the game seriously. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. It's an excuse. Yeah, 
for a whimsy. It's Comics Unleashed for Steve Harvey yeah. for a half an hour. They put it on a tee and he gets to do yeah. his, his stand-up. She would scream at him. Scream at him. How come you got a high answer to Snoop Dogg and it's about marijuana? Oh, he did. Uh, Sugar Ray got the second answer. Yeah. And now let's see. How does Steve Harvey react to this? Oh. Let's play, right? Let's play. Let's no play. reaction. He's saving it for the rest of the family. Come here, name something grandma might do if she called grandpa smoking marijuana. Throw it away. Throw it away. How long are we going to watch this, fella? Yeah. We're going to go through this. Is there more, like Name something else that grandma happens? Grandma might do if she caught grandpa smoking marijuana. Tell him to pass it. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. That's big money, big Here money. We Here we go. All whammies. <laughs> Steve Harvey's face now. You're supposed to be a Christian. Yeah, it's not what you, <laughs> it, it ain't what you think, folks. Probably, they probably both got glaucoma or something. <laughs> yes. I called it. Yeah. I mean, so see, I want to point out that in this forum, He's not going to get on a soapbox. <coughs> well, why? Because it. it's a lighthearted thing. Yeah. Now I got it's another. I got another complaint. <laughs> you, no. Are you telling me? Are you telling Steve me? Steve Harvey complaint line. Are you telling me Steve Harvey doesn't smoke a fuck any fucking reefer? Oh, you know. Are you kidding does. me? You know. He's got like There's eight no joints one. and three blunts coming <laughs> out of his blunts. mouth at any given time. But and like, how much cocaine has gone up? That oh, massive it gets schnoz. all in the mustache. It never makes it in. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's he's drug free. Strainer, yeah. like, it's like a filter. <laughs> but he a soup, literally a soup strainer. There's Honestly, kind of soup in there. Can I pitch a show? I don't know if it's a podcast or a YouTube show yeah. or even on basic cable, where every week Darren just criticizes Steve Harvey uh, doing day to day tasks. Sure, it. because I feel like there's nothing he could do that you would not find a way to hate. It's it's not even. I I don't like have to find Steve it. Steve Harvey goes right shopping out. for oranges at the supermarket. It's, and they're just like, look at that motherfucker feeling these oranges. It's just Who a, the fuck do you think you are? Put that orange down, you piece of shit. He's just a fucking <laughs> odious human being. Yes. He's just a <laughs> terrible. <laughs> compelling television. I don't know if it's a half hour or an hour, Steve. but I would watch it every week. This, oh, this orange is probably an atheist. Steve Harvey goes to the doctor for a checkup. Look at this. Take that shirt off, you piece of shit. Who wears a suit to the doctor's office? Yeah. Pimp suit that they put him in. How dare you wait till after the appointment to tell the the nurse that you have new insurance? You do that before. You just make it inconvenient for everyone, you asshole. Uh, I want to also say that this is... uh, You want me to say something good about Steve Harvey? Oh, Uh, no. Although it's not him. I'm sure it's just the wardrobe people. But he's actually got a very subdued suit on he's not going I, yes he's it's very rare that a purple shirt with a purple tie is considered subdued for steve but harvey, for steve yeah. harvey right. it's it a step in the right it's direction actually, it's more lavender it's like a light mm. lavender i feel like he's like feels like he's got to like wear pimp suits all the time yeah, yeah. you know it's like part of his persona or something right, can we get to the point because the, <laughs> the next interesting thing is when they do fast money right that's oh money. oh I, 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 and he makes fun of snoop dogg saying a dumb answer <laughs> Oh, no, I, I did not. We don't have to get to that. Yeah. I just basically said what the clip was. Like, like they, I think the question was pie in the blank, and he goes horse. So it's pie. What? It's pie in the horse. So, so Steve, Steve, but Steve, it's a dumb answer, but Steve goes off for like 
eight and a half minutes, like he did they with the marijuana. Probably had time to fill. So, but okay, is it is it that is it any stupider than nine thousand things that Steve Harvey has said? You no. this is talking about a guy that you know what? Why? How could there be evolution if we still got monkeys? <laughs> you're talking about monkeys. Well, you didn't say and, pie in the monkey. That might have said a monkey. You're making fun of a fucking multi-million dollar entrepreneur, like talented singer, <laughs> wordsmith, and fucking really cool guy that everybody loves because he said pie in the horse, but you're monkey. If you got no more. If your dick was stuck under a rock yeah. with a monkey watching you. <laughs> was Are that you, Steve Harvey that called in? You got a dagger in one hand and you got a pie and a host in the other hand. And the monkey behind you gonna fuck you in your ass for three hours until the 911s climbs up the mountain. What kind of fucking tantric monkey is this? Three hours? Wait, don't bring your ta- your Eastern philosophy shit into this. Can tantric monkey be the a, episode title? There's a Christian conversation. And when you said bring your tantric Buddhist <laughs> crap into my my conversation, you just like them mean bloggers that they be saying things about me and my wife and my other wife and my other wife that I abandoned and my kids that I don't pay for and then the white people that I slept on their couch in Cleveland. And then they chased me all around the country and finally found me on my set of my TV show in Chicago. <laughs> That's so mean. It's wrong. I'm just trying to make a living. I'm a stand-up comedian. It's all I do. And I love God. And I serve Jesus. Imagine if that family was on the next family feud. Oh. Oh. Surprise. Sketch. Surprise reveal. Sketch idea. <laughs> and now it's the Smith fit. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> How y'all found me. <laughs> Yeah, name a reason to go on a road trip. <laughs> Steve Harvey owes you thirty thousand fucking dollars. <laughs> name a reason to resent someone. <laughs> Steve Harvey owes me thirty thousand fucking dollars. Name a reason to avoid someone's phone call. <laughs> the person owes you thirty thousand fucking dollars. Get on that. Like, all right, so let's, let's I think uh, we just did the sketch. Yeah, yeah, speaking of it. avoiding yeah. phone calls, we have voicemails, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are we going to listen to the one we didn't listen to from that guy? We might, it might randomly pop up. No, so, he sent a text message, remember? Yeah, a text message. Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a voicemail, it was a, a you can send he a, instant messaged our Skype. Oh, like a text. people do that? Yeah, see the first one to do that? No, but he it was a it was over voice though, right? Was a message no. through voice? No, 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 no. It was a text. It was literal text. Okay. All right. So here, here is one from a familiar voice. Hey guys, it's Blake. Long time no leave a message. Yeah. Anyway, when you guys were referencing Rob Hickey in the chat, girl from Blighty, Blighty is a slang term for Britain. Uh, to see more, listen to the first song on the Smiths album, The Queen is Dead, which is entitled The Queen is Dead. And you will hear a little bit of a song about Take Me Back to Dear Old Blighty. Oh. Can I jump in there? Is that over? Yeah. Uh, 
I figured out from the context that because she, she said she was British and yeah. her name was Girl from Blighty. So I figured out. I wasn't asking what it means. I was asking where does that name Blighty come to mean England? Yeah. And I still don't know. I guess I can Google it, but. Well, maybe that's the what I was. That Smith song. That's what I was asking. Like, why do they call it Blighty? Not what does it mean? Maybe I phrased it wrong. It's all right. All right. Then we have this. <clears throat> Hey, what's up, Metal Injection? It's Max here. Uh, I just wanted to know your opinion. What do you think? Is it possible that uh, Dirk from Solwork may join uh, Megadeth? Because, you know, I, I don't want that to happen because I'm a huge fan of Solwork. And Dirk is a really great drummer, but Dirk. I just want to know what you think about it. Um, also, how is the weather now in New York? Did the, the crazy heat start already? No. Because I know there's like one or two months of like crazy heat in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So just second Thanks, guys, second question first uh no it's been very very nice yeah. like uh yeah. since totally the middle of may it's been beautiful which is very rare usually we get about six good yeah. weeks of weather we've had about 10 good weeks of weather i think later this week it's supposed to be up in the 90s i don't mind that honestly huh? i don't mind I mean, 90 i'd rather have i mean listen i'd rather have it be 72 and sunny yeah. but i'll take 90 over 30 any fucking day same and then first, first question. Um, I don't think Dave Mustaine will allow that to happen. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I just feel, feel like Dave Mustaine is in a bad place in his life. I'm gonna play all the albums on my upcoming. Uh, all the instruments. I've been smoking a little weed with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I'll play all the instruments on all future albums so I don't have to deal with all these people whose parents make inauthentic food. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it's going to be Dirk because he is committed to soil work. That's like his band. Like it's his baby. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he wouldn't want to give up his band. So for Mustaine to accept him as a member of Megadeth there would have to be that compromise, and I don't think Mustaine is willing to make that compromise. He already got burnt. Uh, yeah, because like with already with Lamb of God, he wants to tour when he wants to tour, not when it's okay for his drummer. So I feel like he's whoever the drummer is going to be, it has to be a full time yeah. Megadeth drummer. Maybe for for Dirk, it was just like one of those uh, like once in a lifetime opportunity. Sure. Why, if you're if you're a big Megadeth fan, which I'm yeah. sure he was, why would you turn that down? Like for a tour or two, especially money. Soil Work wasn't doing anything. So does anyone call him Soil Dirk? <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure it's come up. All right. No, I love it. Making sure. No, I loved it. Uh, all right, we got a few more. <laughs> Don't worry, Max. Yeah. I'm Maybe he's Max is a one man band. Maybe he could drum for Megadeth. Mm. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Show. Um, certified. I just have a question for Sydney since he's follically challenged. Uh, how long does it take you to shave your head? <laughs> I can answer that too because I am also bald. But all right, thanks. Just like when Sorry, I sit I'm down done. and my mom starts shaving my head, how long that takes. <laughs> Is this? Wait, what was, wait just just the, wait for the voicemail to be over. I thought it was. There was a long pause. What the fuck was that? He's he high. Stoned, oh. And then he did, that. did you say your mother shaves your head? Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's like whenever I visit my mom, the excuses are like it's something for you guys to yeah. do, and it avoids like awkward conversation for at least that half hour or whatever. That's but how I, long it takes? A half hour? No, not that long. But is that what he means? How long the session takes, or how long do I wait between shaving? Well, let's answer both questions. 
It, it takes, I don't know, like 15 minutes. Okay. Give or take. And Do you use a buzzer or a razor blade? Buzzer. And it, I, I try to hold out as long as possible because I don't, like, it's always... I see your mother? Yeah. <laughs> you could just go to the barber and or just see yeah, do it yourself. Wanna, Have you ever but tried then, doing but it But then yourself? I'd never visit my mom. And? I, should, I feel bad after a while. So it's like, all right, fine. I need a haircut anyway. I'll go over. Does she want to see you? Or? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's a very lonely woman. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a very lonely woman and you see her like once a month, once every two months? Something like that. <laughs> I shave my head towards the end of the month. I go to the I go to a very Russian barber, like a young... Is it my mom? Privet. No, they're, no, not like that. Like They're like cl- club guys oh, and like God. slightly shady, like, you know... Are they in track suits as yeah. they do? Not really track suits, but like, like that, you know. Like that in that. Do ilk. they seem like inconvenienced when you show up? Like, no, they love one me. One of my bros. I'm a great. I, yeah, I'm like one of the bros. Now. Oh, you I'm okay? Like a, I'm like a good tipper and all that. And they're like, bro, good to see you. Where the hell you been? But we accept you. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know whatever. So, but there always there's always something shady going on in there. Like this. First of all, this one. First of all. First of all, <laughs> stop making Jewish jokes. The guy first d- of all. next to me. Who was giving on someone else a haircut or whatever? He's talking about bra fucking. This was I went to the fine. Uh, I went the day of the NBA finals, the last game. <laughs> the day before it happened, okay. the same day. Like bro, I got fucking like like uh, three thousand to win like nine thousand in this Jesus. fucking game. I'm like, well, you think they're gonna fucking win? I was like, he bet on Golden State. Oh, oops, uh, money line. I was like, I don't know, man. I, like to me, that's a toss-up. I'm not. Yeah. I wouldn't say one way or the other. I like, I couldn't really call him. He's like, oh fuck, man. He's like he's waiting for me to validate <laughs> yeah. his bed. And then an- there was another guy that there was a whole conversation in there about like um, th- this black dude walked in like trying to. He was selling Mets tickets actually, Mets season tickets. Just going to all the shops around there selling Mets season tickets. And then he walks out, and then one of these like twenty-year-old Italian or or Russian kids immediately starts going on this rant about black people. Oh, like God. the second that he leaves, Aww. there's just always some circus going on in there, like some retarded, like idiotic yes. thing. It's oh. great. It's like great. I don't support what they're saying or doing, but, but it's, it's great to watch. Yeah. yeah, it's entertaining. While you get your hair cut, so I usually get. It takes about thirty days before it gets long enough where I'm annoyed by it, and then I go there. And he just shaves my face and my head, and it's like 20 bucks. Oh, Not nice. bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, that's how I feel about my uh, old school Italian barber. Jerk off barber. Salvatore Jerk off barber. It's an okay. <laughs> Is that it for voice? Uh, no, we have, a, we have a, f- a few more. It's a sal. Oh, but uh, you mentioned the Russian guys. I wanted to talk about uh, really quick just about how like Red Hot Chili Peppers were stopped by Belarus custom agents. Oh, yeah. And they thought that they were Metallica. Oh, yeah. And I they made them that. sign like St. Anger and all uh. that. Did they do it? Yeah. Well, they wanted to get the hell out of there. So, of course, uh, they were like, Did sure, they pretend but- to be like Lars and, you know? Yeah. Wow, that's great. They, they thought they were Metallica. Which one was Lars? Well, <laughs> the one with the least hair. Did the Belarus Flea, uh, <laughs> Did the Belarus police run after the plane yeah. with like their fists in the air? After yeah. it, <laughs> they realize? They didn't realize it till they still didn't realize yeah. it. Probably. Yeah, they don't. Know. Flea kind of looks like Lars if you squint a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you squint. Yeah. Oh, and there's a follow-up question from this guy. Just to clarify. Oh. I wanted to know because Sid seems to have an abnormally large head. Do you? Oh, I don't do think I? so. All right. Maybe. I wouldn't say so. It's to keep his... a very round head. Has he seen me that often that he knows... It's to keep his abnormally large brain in place. Riddled with tumors. That's what... Riddled with tumors. 
Stop it. <laughs> All right, we have uh, one last voicemail. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Zane in Chicago. First off, wanted to say, dude, Reno, no hard feelings, man. I had to call you out, but I don't think you're a bad guy. I don't think anyone of the live cast thinks you're a bad guy. I don't think the listeners think you're a bad guy. So, uh, yeah, don't let that discourage you from making jokes in the future. Also, I wanted to ask you guys, how far back in the archives do I have to go before I can figure out, A, who Shlomo is, (laughs) and B, what Chaladietz is? Because... I have Jewish cousins and I've asked them and they don't know. I don't know how to spell it. I've just been Googling like weird Jewish food and I haven't found anything. I thought you so, were like, they don't know what a shlomo is. Yeah, if you is. could just point me in the right direction on that. I wish I could listen live, but my band rehearses on Tuesday nights. So I guess I'll have to listen to you guys in the archive, but have a great rest of the broadcast. H-O-L-O-D-E-T-S or Z. Either way. But also you could do Aspic. Salad. We have a video of it. Yeah, there's also a video of it on our... It's not that long ago for that. And you can Google that and see plenty of pictures of disgusting ass food. Yeah. And so, but what it is, is savory gelatin. So it's like a chicken soup. Savory? Savory means... as opposed to a sweet. Yeah, not savory as in tasty. Savory as in like... uh, Yeah, I don't like those words together. It's it's a fucking gelatin soup. Well, to me, I think it illustrates. I think it's a good choice of words because savory and gelatin don't belong together. So by <laughs> by smashing those two words together, you accurately describe how disgusting it is. I'm now right. imagining that that's what Rob says whenever he's about to come into someone. <laughs> oh. Are you ready for my savory gelatin? Oh. Then, Are there chunks of chicken in it? Right at him. <laughs> carrots. Uh, yes. My yes, semen is not gelatin. It's nice and creamy. Uh, yeah. Thanks. What about like after the, the third firing? Consistent like creamy. egg drops are runny. <laughs> it's runny if I'm if I'm very hydrated. Oh, is that right? Would yeah. I feel like it'd be the other way around? <clears throat> no, like the creamier it is. <laughs> I feel like the more more high the oh I see what you're saying I think I was thinking the more hydrated it is the more milky you know like it would be no the, it's the opposite okay it's like the inside of a Cadbury egg oh, <laughs> oh get yeah. the fuck out yeah. go home now yeah. you ruined that for me oh uh, the other question now you made it more intense for me Shlomo can be found in the like first the second to third year and fourth year of our show what, what if you want to kind of like can he do a search on shlomo you can absolutely just search for shlomo s-h-l you can replay this app yeah but if you go like do a search for metal injection live if you just do a search for metal injection live cast mixtape there's about uh, ten mixtapes, and it's a good way. It's a good way to kind of like catch up without having to listen to all the archives because it's. But you should listen to all the. You should, yeah. but it's a good yeah good like starting a, point. Uh, yeah, good starting point, little appetizer for you. There's plenty yeah. of shlomo in there. Yeah, there's so much shlomo, but that's like those are like the best of the best with shlomo and all of our other stuff, and it gets you acquainted with a lot of the show me. Oh, sorry, I thought you were done. A lot of the show memes and stuff. Um, Shlomo, also my favorite, my absolute favorite Shlomo Troina bit segment was 
uh, when he he got his mother to go on the phone. Uh, oh. I believe that was like the first or second Shlomo. Yeah. W I N J. Yeah, W I N J. We convinced her that we were a radio station. Yeah, that's the episode title and too. That we were giving away tickets. Well, he, we were giving him tickets to go to see a show. And he had to convince his mother to let him go to the that's show. That's right. That's right. You guys convinced me to give him the tickets to the show. Uh-huh. And, then he, and then we were like, would you go? And he was like, well, I have to ask my mom. One second. Yeah. And then he went and asked his mom. That's and li- the, But she had to come on the show with us. And we had to convince her by pretending we were on a real radio station called yep. WINJ. The... Uh, and the sillier we got with it, the more she believed us. It was <laughs> that was weird. episode 67. Oh wow. Oh, my God. 2010. Wow. Six years ago. Wow. Crazy. So episode 67, W-I-N-J. I, I believe Shlomo... virginity since then? Shlomo debuted an episode or two before uh, 67. I feel this is very early in our Shlomo cycle. You know, people are like, oh, uh, we're Shlomo. Now I get it. It's like six years later. Yeah. He he's like, he's just over it. He like, was like, yeah. He's on, he was on our show for two years. He's probably... Yeah. Because he's a um, Orthodox and stuff, or Hasidic, he's probably married he's right now. No, he's, he's not married. Rob, he's he has his phone number posted on his Facebook. Call him up right now. No, oh. off the air. Just be like, "Hey, what's up, man? How you been?" Sorry, and a, cool. And a journalist. Uh, Actually, the first episode that Shlomo was on oh. is the episode right before that, Livecast sixty six. Mm-hmm. The episode is called Shlomo says what? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, my God. Oh, Shlomo. R.I.P. Stop making Jewish jokes, push your vote. Okay. He, uh, <clears throat> he is an autistic young man who has his hearing impaired in one ear. Um, today, Oh, Asperger's. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not autistic. Today, on the way to work, um, Sirius is near the Diamond District, so there's a lot of Hasidim. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was... Is there a difference between Orthodox and Hasidic? Yes. Or is it the same? No. I think Orthodox a, is slightly less religious. No, I think Hasidic is a subset of Orthodox Jews. Oh, okay. They're all Orthodox. Hasidic is like one sect of them. Okay, so I'll call them Orthodox. And I was going up the stairs, and in front of me was an Orthodox Jew in a coat and a hat Ugh. and the so chaos and the Ugh. suit. And I was thinking I'm of sweating, that thinking parody of that. That, that Darren uh. wrote long ago. Um, you know, Jew... With the big hot coats, they'd, they'd be, be dressing, dressing in. in. So I had uh, to hold my breath the whole, like, sta- like all the stairs. Like I, w- I was because they stunk because they schwitz through those coats. You ever see the so bad? You ever see the when you see their shirt through the coat and there's like a big pit stain mm-hmm. and like a Yellow. big st- like Orange. not a pit stain, a, a chest stain. Like their yeah. whole chest is a big stain of water. That song, by the way, is a parody of Ludacris. Uh, Ho, the song Ho by Ludacris, and I, it's called Jew. We should re-record it. Yeah, we should, because it's got the Russian, like I'm doing the Russian accent. I should just do it straight, you know? Yeah, whatever you want to do. Like ludicrous. <laughs> Let's do right it. On. Sure. So those are our voicemails. Good job. Uh, I downloaded the rest of the Family Feud. Should we play that uh, oh my God. power... Uh, torturing sure. us. ...thing? See how he makes fun of... You're just fucking with Darren's blood pressure at this point. No, I it's, mean, not, it's not nice. I'm fine. It's like adding sodium to his diet on a weekly basis. So let's see. Oh, there's... There were two games. Oh, I see. Wow, this is an hour. Holy crap. For fuck's sake. I have it here. You better get your (laughs) ass in this water. Water. Imagine if it was just... The the whole hour was just him demanding other people get water thrown on him. (laughs) (laughs) It's two episodes of the show. I feel like I'm getting electrocuted. 
There's one with the cast of Mama's Family. I'm gonna say try, try again. That was for you. right where it went on time. I'll say try again. They were on the show. Yeah. We're tougher this time, so we're gonna give you 25 seconds. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. Let's remind everybody Robin's answers. 25 seconds on the clock, please. Here we go. We asked 100 women, how much does your purse weigh? Three pounds. Name a salad dressing you'd find at most salad bars. Ranch. Try again. French. Name something that happens in the month of April. April Fool's. Fill in the blank. Pie in the what? Horse. What? (laughs) Name a color in a traffic light. Red. Uh... I just want to point out that Steve Harvey taking that pregnant pause for comedic effect is like, what are you doing? You're costing this guy money. Yeah. You have yeah, to get Snoop through. really needs that money. But just well, for the charity, but the principle of the game. But all at the same time, like going back to kind of what you're talking about, about how like the rules of the game, yeah. like they just, they don't give a fuck. It's not yeah. even about that. I know. It's changed so much. That's what ruins the film. And Steve Harvey. Let's <laughs> go, Snoop. Oh, okay. Put his hand on, on Snoop Dogg. Uh, like, yeah, it's so, so weird. Sure hope we get down to that one because I don't know what the I'm hell stuck. you said. But <laughs> sure hope we make it to that one. We need 59. We ask 100 women, how much does your purse weigh? You said. I sure hope we make it to that one so I could ridicule how stupid you be. So I can make fun of you. <laughs> so I can feel superior. <laughs> but that's what they all, like, anytime somebody gives a silly answer on Family Feud, the host makes fun. Are you defending Steve Harvey? No, <laughs> uh, he, you're right. But here's why it's incongruous in this case, because Steve Harvey is dumber than any of these people <laughs> that he's making fun of. That's well, then the really point. The, the person who should be shamed here is the one who hired him. And Steve Harvey. Sure. Let's shame both of them. <laughs> I totally agree Three with pounds, survey said. Five pounds was the number one. He doesn't one say answer. what the survey said. You notice that? Name a yeah. salad dressing you find in most salad bars. You said French. Survey said again. Uh, again, he didn't French. say. It. Well, he doesn't TV know numbers. He's saying survey said. He's supposed to say twenty-one. The month of April. You said April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. The day Steve Harvey says anything. Survey said. Three, three for three. He hasn't said it. He's 199 now. He needs 200 points. He's saying, he says the answer. You said April Fool's Day. Survey said how many people said that. Right. He doesn't say the number. So he's supposed to say what the survey said. He's supposed to say 21. The only, well, I guess for people who are blind, they don't know. I feel like well, maybe this is just because after the Miss Universe pageant, he's just uh, a little scared of reading any results. It's like, I'm going to let this speak for itself so I don't get any trouble. Survey set, Columbia. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, now, and now Steve Harvey gets his wish because the next mm. question is the one that Stu fucked up on. Bars, you said. Oh, wait, I went back. French. So, need one point. Fill in the blank. Pie in the... What the hell did you say? You know what he said. Shut up. What kind of question was that anyway? A pie in the blank. Pie in the sky. Pie in the oven. I think that's another question that's just designed to get you to say something stupid. What? Hair in the crack... In the Noah. <laughs> Snoop just said, "Pie in the horse." Okay. 
eight times down the second. The hell is he talking about? All right, make a joke or something. Yeah, all you all he did was restate that Snoop Dogg is. An yeah, idiot. like the whole joke is him being incredulous that Snoop yeah. Dogg said it. What in the hell did you just say? We Times need ten. One point. I need one other person. <laughs> as dumb as me. Who, for some reason, has found a pie stuck <laughs> inside a horse. A horse. Cut it and serve it to the oh, people. God, this is Survey like... Survey says... This, could you be any more of a stereotype? Oh. I love blackface. It's embarrassing. <laughs> we need Snoop's one even point. laughing at you. Name a color in the traffic light. You said... Red survey said. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing how stupid you is. <laughs> what, what kind of why that last question? That's what is that that's even? like one of the most simplistic questions I've ever heard asked on any show. Yeah, that's like Celebrity yeah. Jeopardy it's on exactly, SNL. I was just gonna say that. Also, like, <laughs> isn't isn't the point of these questions that they're like opinion based? You know, like it, um, it's not, not the fast silly. money. It's like name something a woman has in her pocketbook. Yeah. So the, it's questions that could have like they're ten or fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Not, answers. Th- not three. three. Yeah, yeah. This has three answers, <laughs> and no one's gonna say yellow. Write a number. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Any number. Yeah. Anyone at all. Any word. Just any word. <laughs> we asked you to write a number, and you said L. <laughs> That's not a number. Now, uh, Mike, I just want to let you know that we're not claiming that Darren came up with that joke. That <laughs> is a SNL bit. We Mike. acknowledge No, it. I did. I didn't make that. Or Zane. I'm sorry, Who Zane. Who Mike? My apologies, Zane. All right, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, as always, for listening. Next week on the show, Sean claims he's going to come by. We'll see. One, one piece of enticement, I feel, is that we have... The singer of his favorite band, Norma Jean. Is that his favorite band? Calling in Corey, Corey Brennan. It depends who he's talking to. He did yeah. say he was going to be here this week and bailed. Yeah. Well, he had he had a valid yeah, yeah, excuse, yeah. I feel. Yeah, sure. All of or us have what valid sounded excuses. like a valid excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we're going to get out of here. We want to play the hot Shit, new single on the active rock charts. Blowing it up right now. It's a number one. For the third, fourth straight week. <gasps> yeah. We'll see you next week. Uh, quick reminder, uh, just make sure to uh, uh, rate and review us. If you like us, if you listen to us on iTunes and the podcast app, give us a nice little review. Hopefully a little five stars. A little five stars. Yeah, four. It's hard to please, but still, just do it. Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Follow us at MI Livecast. And uh, pick up a shirt. Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. And then uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Hello, music, my old friend. I've come to piss on you again. I wrote a cover song no one asked for Suddenly played in every retail store Now whenever you're in Chipotle or TJ Maxx
deep as me As wise as Buddha and Gandhi The pompous, lame, affected way I sing Gets praised as genius thanks to marketing Cause my label pays Tens of millions to make it seem Like I'm mainstream People praise the sound of dreaming And in my concerts while I play Some have the nerve to look away People on cell phones with their families People who should be focusing on me Interrupting songs But I'll hit them with a real sick burn Then they'll learn Not to disrupt the show Of dreamers had to kill my Twitter feed Cause Rava kept on mocking me I wish they'd fire him, he's a disgrace Won't even write his tweets in uppercase Now the whole world is the Very important 